Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by CatholicSingles.com is ringing in the new year with savings for singles. You can save 20% by using the promo code BREADBOX when you register for a new account. Come meet other faithful Catholics and make 2020 a year to remember. Welcome to the John 3.30 Podcast. He must increase, I must decrease, is the message John 3.30 invites us to live. Incorporating this into our everyday lives can be a challenge. What keeps your fire burning? We have many wonderful ways to stay close to our faith, whether it be the Mass, spiritual readings, prayer, adoration, or the Rosary. This is Catholic Faith Life, and here's our host, Jason Nunez. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the John 3.30 podcast. This is your host, Jason Nunez, and welcome to episode number 92. 92 episodes of the John 3.30 podcast. That means we are eight away from that number 100, which has been a goal I've had ever since the very, very start. What's going to happen on episode 100? You don't know yet. I'm starting to develop an idea and a plan of what I'm going to do for episode 100. And who knows? We may have a big announcement for that time. Only way you'll find out is if you stay tuned. Thank you for coming back and listening every single episode that we release. We do try and do this every every week. Sometimes we do go dark for a week or two, but you come back, and we greatly appreciate that. Uh, this week, we have a fantastic guest, someone I've been wanting to speak to for quite some time now. And um, uh, lo and behold, it just took a simple Facebook message out to him, and he said, let's do it. So you can only imagine my excitement. On on the phone, I have Dr. Alex Gote. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm 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 fantastic. Thank you. Blessed. Blessed indeed. Uh, before we get going with this week's episode here, we're gonna begin it the way we do all of our episodes, and that is in prayer. By saying the litany Amen. of humility prayer. And here we go. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Let's Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. 
from the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be chosen and I set aside. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be praised and I go unnoticed. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may be preferred to me in everything. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. That others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus grants me the grace to desire it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All righty. Dr. Goethe, thanks so much for going with me on that journey. Um, if you can do us all a favor. Yeah, please. Yeah, yes, um, if you can do us all a favor and share with us a little bit about yourself, please. Um, hey, hey, man, I'm still like uh, kind of caught up with that prayer, man. That prayer was deep. All right. It's funny, man. Indeed. Um, I was, it's funny, I was speaking at uh, NCYC and a good friend of mine, we got to uh, spend a lot of time together. In fact, you probably know her, um, Chica. She speaks at like the Life Team, uh, Sports for Life Team and so forth. Nice. Yeah, so like, um, we were we were talking, and, and um, I saw on her phone she had this prayer, and I'm like, bro, like she's like, no, and if you knew her, she has like the sweetest voice. She's like, no, it's something I pray all the time. I'm like, man, maybe I should start praying it. And now that you prayed it, I'm like, dang, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's it's funny how the good Lord works. In in indeed, you know, <laughs> praise God. This this prayer to me. You know, it's it, it's a lot. It's it's I, I stop short of saying it's everything, but it's it's definitely it, it definitely it's all encompassing is really a good way to put it. And for me, it has John three thirty in it. John three thirty says, He must increase, I must decrease. So in mm. the so in the prayer it does say um it, it does say that in the opinion of the world others may increase and I may decrease. So the first time man, I read this prayer, yeah. my eyes went right to yeah. that line, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." Yeah, no, nah, that's hey, man. I'm not playing. That that was that was deep. That was definitely deep, man. <laughs> indeed, yeah, indeed. So, so me. Okay, so about myself, man. Um, I am happily married to my beautiful, gorgeous Bay. My wife for 20 years, um, Jessica. I have three boys. Um, I work at a Catholic high school. Um, what, like, I get to do this, travel, speak, finishing my book um, pretty soon. Uh, yeah, that's about me. Me, I'm Puerto Rican. I love, uh, I'm kind of eclectic. I love um, wrestling, not WWE. And if you like WWE, you need Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, nah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a little bit about me, man. So, yeah, nice and short to this point. If 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 I may, just for a moment before I get to my the magic sure. question, ask all of my guests. Can can I just expound on that topic? Because I've I you know Please. we've 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 all go, we've all gone down that YouTube rabbit hole 
of you you're pulling up a video on something nice and innocent next thing you know you're uh-huh. sucking to the rabbit hole of conspiracy of conspiracy theories and uh-huh. <laughs> and all kinds of stuff and i happen yeah, i yeah, happen yeah, to yeah. got i happen to fall deep down inside a rabbit hole that i got to a video that mm-hmm. directly mm-hmm. kind of linked um wwe specifically and a lot of like the the extravagant events that they do and they link in it to a uh-huh. lot of satanic rituals so like when oh, wow. when, when when you talk about if you, if you feel like wwe you need jesus can, can you kind of yeah. expand on what you mean by that just because I'm, I'm i'm curious about this topic no hey man i did not mean it that way <laughs> i was just meaning it because it's uh, a, li- a lot of bit extra gotcha um, gotcha it's yeah no nah, and and honestly man like i used to watch wrestling years ago sure if that's me you too. know if me that's too. you that's you yeah like i total side note i still like the rock don't judge me <laughs> right, right i usually i usually i usually get whenever i'm walking in the mall people walk up to me and autograph because i look like him and uh yeah i you know it happens i see that day. yeah <laughs> i see that <laughs> hey, i'm half joking i'm half joking um Nah, just nah. I didn't mean anything by it. I was just like, I, I really like really wrestling, like, like collegiate, you know, wrestling. Gotcha. Um, being gotcha. a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, like, I I like that kind of wrestling. But I do know friends who like love the WWE, and hey man, um, if there's a conspiracy theory or whatever, bro, I'm pretty sure there can. If we sat time and like analyzed pretty much everything, I'm pretty sure there's conspiracy theory on Zoom that we're using right now bro probably so um, yeah there's, man there's probably like, some russian yeah. offshore cell yeah, that's monitoring this man. web conference right yeah, now and they're like, gonna man, use it for hey, something later on so, <laughs> right so if you're in russia you're listening hello how you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah we love america that's right there you go that's right <laughs> blue yeah. jeans and apple pie right <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen. It's good preaching right there. Indeed. So let's let's go to our main topic and what what I wanted to talk to you about. And this is really what I speak to all of my guests about. And someone like you, where you know you work at a high school, but you know you're you're also you're a keynote speaker. You're a retreat leader. You know you're. And I I use this phrase with my last episode and my last guest. Uh, You may have heard of him, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Joe uh, Joe Melendrez. Um, I, I kind of think of yeah, you, I yeah, I kind of think of you in that same light where you're a Catholic influencer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and just yeah. like with your social media and everything and, um, the way you go about what you do, cause the Catholic mm-hmm. faith is very much a part of your everyday life. Cause it's what you do. Amen. So Dr. Gautam, Amen. Yeah. how do you keep your fire burning for our Catholic faith day after day? Um, that's a multi-leveled question. Um, so first, I mean, the obvious answer is prayer, but this is one thing I love about being Catholic is there's so many different ways. Um, but none of them, none of them should ever take place of basic relationship with God. Like no, whatever form that you use, whether it be rosary, whether it be liturgy of the hours, whether it be, um, Lectio Divina, whatever none of it should ever take the place or should all of it should feel your deep relationship with God. So for me, um, I go through my own like different, I don't want to say seasons, but kind of seasons, if you will. 
Um, me personally, I, I think it's because I'm a convert. Like I love scripture. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it is the word of God. Um, so it is a word of God, by the way, for deep theologians, you would know what I'm talking about. Um, why I said that made that distinction, but um, for it's, it's, but it's something that's given to us to, to kind of sit with and um, meditate on. And I'm gonna be honest with you. That's, that's, that's my love. Like I love sitting with scripture entering into it. If you pay attention to a lot of my talks, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making people laugh and everything, but that's really, um, when I sit down and I'm like, and I put myself inside the scripture, I'm like, all right, what would this look like today? What is Jesus trying to tell me today? And so forth. Um, I found out years later that the way that I prayed, cause I, I did this sort of on the non-Catholic side, um, on the Protestant side, and I didn't even know that it was called um, Ignatian spirituality. I had mm-hmm. no idea. It was until like years later. And then whenever I found about St. Ignatius, I was like, go figure, you know, Latino, you know, like military man, you know, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. You know? Um, but yeah. So um, me, scripture, um, Rosemary, I definitely have family time prayer. Um, my wife and I pray every morning. Um, I pray with my boys every night. Um, and then obviously one time a week we sit together specifically and pray. And of course we do the traditional Catholic prayers, but also like, um, whatever's on our heart and so forth. Um, so that, so prayer. And then what I was getting at was if you're listening to this, there's many different ways in the Catholic world, find one, speak with one for about a good two months and see how it works. Mm-hmm. See how you, how, how you fit. Don't try something for a day and then just like, oh, that's not me. No, 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 It's like working out. And, you know, like I said, I look like the rock because I know a lot about working out, you know. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. That's not funny if you're listening. All right? um, <laughs> uh, but working out, it takes time. You got to get in the habit, you know, and you have good days working out. You have bad days, you know. Um, that's a lot like a prayer life. So it's fine. Try to find something. For me, like I said, it's that. Um, I go through my periods where, um, okay, I go to daily mass, um, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, but then sometimes I'm like, all right, it's starting to get repetitive, and I'm and I'm losing focus. Maybe I need to change it up a little bit. Um, I go to adoration. Man, I love adoration. Oh man, like I love adoration, bro. Like that's my thing, man. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. I mean, even before I even before I converted, um, I. I was going to adoration, bro. Like that's, that's on everything, man. Like for real. Um, so yeah, prayer. Um, also community. I think this is something we don't talk about enough. Um, and I think maybe coming from the non-Catholic side and being on that side for so long, um, it's something that's talked about and it's, and, and it's embodied, um, is community and the power of community. Of, of finding yourself around people um, who are like mine and um, and that you can draw from. I mean, what's, what does scripture tell us? Iron sharpens iron, you know? Yep. Um, and so you need community. We're not made in this world to go alone. So for somebody like myself, um, you, you um, had Brandon on here before. That's like my little brother. I mean, we like hop on the phone, pray together spend time. I mean, that's like family to me. Um, and there's other people in the community that I make sure that we connect with. Um, I don't want to throw anybody's names out there cause they're kind of, 
like you know big name but like we we connect and like um well that made brandon didn't look good i just realized that sorry brandon <laughs> i love you bro no worries brandon um, we love you man shout out to brandon yeah nah <laughs> but like I, I do have like a network of, of people that i'm just like okay bro like what can i pray for you for can you pray for me for this um and we just you know uh pray for each other and so forth but I mean, wh- whenever I say like with, you know, with um, like Brandon Jesus and some of my other friends is um, we, you know, we're, we're like mine and we like the same things too. Like, um, you know, let's go hang out at each other's house. You know, let's, um, let's go kick it, watch a movie. Let's get our families together. That's needed, man. Um, yes, just agree. simple doing, doing life together. Brandon and I have this saying and it says, um, we live to, we live together we eat together. I'm sorry. We struggle together. We eat together and we do life together, you know? Um, and if you pay attention, that's really how the apostles were, you know, like you need people who you can just simply do life with. If you're married, obviously it's your wife, but you also need other people, you know? So, yeah. So prayer community. Um, and obviously, and, and I should have started with this, but it was time that I, I said it, but, I, I should have been more specific. Um, you have to have a sacramental life. Um, and I mean that, man. Like, we need the sacraments. I mean, the biggest thing that, one of the biggest things that makes us um, Catholic is our ecclesiology. More specifically, how we do church in the sacraments, you know, and in each other and so forth. But specifically in the sacraments. Man, like, I would encourage anybody, man, if you have not gone to reconciliation in the last month, take your behind man um those things are made for us they're given to us for us to get to heaven and so yeah though everything i just explained is something i'm heavily involved in one way shape or other more times in my life than others if that makes sense you know oh certainly it does so yeah I, i i can i can echo everything you're saying in regards to the sacraments specifically that's to me yeah is especially reconciliation my my all my all time favorite sacrament um, my yeah, my wife and my children, my my family. We just went on Sunday, you know. It's it's kind of crazy because uh-huh, uh-huh. you know being being in Advent, you know, that's j- just just like Lent. That's typically one of those one of those. Um, it, that's that's what you do is you go to reconciliation. There's a parish mission. Yeah, yeah. There's something going on, and yeah, typically yeah, yeah. they'll offer reconciliation at the event. And we've we've yeah. kind of had different things going on in different parts of our life where we had we had not made it to reconciliation and we as a family tried mm-hmm. to go once a month and it was getting to yeah. the point to where we were feeling it that we hadn't gone and mm. you know it's like okay it's sunday we're gonna go we're gonna go before mass and um thanks be to god and in, in in san antonio you go downtown uh, uh san fernando cathedral right next to the cathedral they have a, they have a confessional that's open. That's right. I've been there every day, Monday through there. Sunday, ten to yeah. four. Yeah. So as like, wow, yeah, you know what's what funny? a blessing. Amen. You know what's funny, man? This will tell you how it's for my um, our uh, anniversary, our twenty year anniversary. My wife and I went to uh, to San Antonio, and that's where we went. We went to your, to your cathedral. We went to reconciliation and, and everything, man. Um, I love total side note. I love San Antonio. Yep. I'm not even playing, man. That place is, man, like, I really don't, please, if you're listening from Texas, do not take this the wrong way. I really don't like 
Texas too much. I'm gonna be really honest with you. Um, <laughs> there's some good people, <clears throat> but I love San Antonio. I, I like my wife and I've talked about it, but one of the main reasons why <clears throat> we talk about it so much is because it's so Catholic in its roots. You know, you could just walk down the street and yeah. see like Catholicism all over the place. You know, it's beautiful, man. And the people are so nice, man. You know, so yeah, that doesn't surprise me, man, at all. It is. It's and and, so, and then sacraments, 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 definitely. They yes. Don't. Yes. I, I also like what you're saying about, you know, struggling together, living together. You know, it's honestly, it's that that small community that you can yeah. form that really helps on Absolutely. so many different levels. It's Absolutely. amazing. I mean, I think we forget that the apostles were a small community. Right, right, exactly. And then inside that smaller community, if you really pay attention, inside that smaller community of 12, 11, it was really three. Um, they were like the nucleus. I mean, right. look at who Jesus brought, you know. Um, we kind of forget in the grand, I feel we kind of forget. I, and, and, and I understand there should be a good balance. I think sometimes it gets unbalanced. Um, you know, the theology behind the church is, you know, we are church in our body. Right. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree with that. But we, as a part of that, we need like small group community. We need people that we can just do life with. Like, hey, man, I'm struggling right now, bro. Um, can you pray for me? Or man, like you don't even understand. Like that's literally and the person that I'm, you know, again, Brandon is like, that's how we are together. Like, bro, I need five minutes. We'll drop what we're doing, hop on the phone and pray with each other. You know, like, hey, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, boom, 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 boom. Let's pray. So forth. You know, you need people outside of, and, and of course, I'm like this with my wife, of course, but I'm saying outside of our sacramental marriage that we can, you know, um, do life with too. You know, my brothers in Christ, your sister, sister in Christ, and so forth. Brothers and sister in Christ. That's a better way of saying it. There you go. Yeah, yeah and that's, it, it's really, um, it, it really helps you because not only does it bring, someone else's life experience but they're they're they genuinely mm -hmm. care about you so they're gonna they're not Absolutely. gonna they're not yeah. gonna guide you for their self-interest you know they're in it to help you specifically and now now that's rare when when we can have someone else that we can turn to so that's um that that's really for Amen. anyone listening you know who feels like really there's no one you know there's small communities that you can try and help and find and typically within the Catholic Church, you'll find them because you're, you're like-minded already. You're already driven to the sacraments. Um, and and, that, Absolutely. and, and yeah. that's not to say that you can have, a, you know, a brother or sister in Christ who's not oh, Catholic. Yeah, man. I'm glad Definitely you said that, man. Definitely, that you can have in your circle because I, I know plenty of prayer warriors that are not Catholic, but you call them and ask Amen. them and they yeah. will pray. They will, they, they, they will pray for you and for your intentions like no one's business. So I'm a convert and I still have friends who are non-Catholic Christians and like, oh, yep. they're always like, Hey man, we still connect on, I mean, those are still my boys. Like mm -hmm. I love those guys, man. And we still like pray for each other and everything, man. Um, do we have theological differences? Yeah. And we talk about them all the time. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that don't mean like, that they still can't pray for us and so forth. I mean, if you doubt that, please read Catechism of the Catholic Church, Section 8 and 19. I think you'd be surprised. And Decree on Ecumenism, Vatican II. Yeah, sorry. 
that's my my theologian jumping in for a second. That's Get away from it, most time. That's the doctor yeah. goatee coming out in you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, um, yeah, definitely. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, life is, but I, I couldn't stress that anymore, man. Yeah, no. Um, there are really good people out there that you know we definitely have different theological um, um, differences. But that shouldn't stop forming, you know, getting to know them as people and getting to bond with them on the things that you can bond with, no more, no less. Um, and that's not sacrificing our Catholicism by far. In fact, I mean, I'm going to be even like real, uh, man, if you guys knew how many conversations that I, I'm in with those um, people, not just people I'm mentioning, but um, Protestants, non-Catholics and so forth, just simply just by just like being nice, Yep. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, no more, no less, man. So, yeah, yeah. But we, so what I was getting at was, you know, we need both. We definitely need yes, both, but we, we definitely do. need that core group that's like, okay, you know, you know, call each other out, man. When was the last time you got on a reconciliation? Right. You know, like stuff like that, man. You right. need people like that, man, who are going to be real with you, you know? Um, when, hey, when was the last time you went to spiritual direction? Be honest, you know? Yep. You know, like you're like, dang, that's what's up. You're right. Right. Even a simple you know, question of how is your prayer life? Well, you know, yeah, what? literally, literally, yeah. I'm not praying right literally. now. Okay. Well, maybe we yeah. can start there, you know? So yeah, exactly. What's up? Like what's going on? <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah, nah, you, everybody needs that, man. Indeed. Um, the right. biggest thing that I've seen is people who walked away from the church is because of this issue right here is they don't feel connected, man. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah, and that's oh, that's where oh. those small communities can definitely help that that help reestablish huge. that connection. Huge, bro. Huge, huge, huge. You know. So huge. I I want to shift gears just for a second here. You you mentioned earlier okay. this is something I just learned about you. I I was not aware of this until you mentioned it, and um, I see it on your website. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. Yeah, I'm a third degree Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Whenever I got out of the Marine Corps, well, actually when I was in the Marine Corps, I started. And whenever I got out, like, I'm, I, all can aside, I've always been very physically fit, man. Very. Um, I, man, you have no idea. So whenever I got out, I was like, I want to keep training. So I've just been training for years, bro. Like, I've met, I know the Gracie family. I've trained with a lot of those guys. Wow. Like, I was like one of the first black belts in Houston. Um, I used to teach at a school before I, uh, at a, at a, at a, um, at an academy. Um, some of my students fighting the UFC, like seriously, Alex Morano, um, Jake, all those guys, they all fight in the UFC. Wow. Not just on professional cards. I mean, like in the UFC, I backstage UFC matches, um, so forth, man. Yeah. Like if I wanted to, Go do that full time. I'd be able to, man. So, what 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 kind of correlation can you make of training in Brazilian in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to say living your life in the Catholic scope? Oh, that's simple, man. That's simple. I talk to a lot of guys, and I make a lot of par- parallels. It's simple. So, um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is a very new martial art, and is very if you, the easiest way to explain it is all the ground stuff that goes inside um, MMA, uh, quote-unquote cage fighting. I have to say it that way, even though I don't like saying it that way. <laughs> but, um, and so 
a lot of it is uncomfortableness, like, and, and it takes like 10 years, 11 years for you to get your black belt. Um, and that's training like at least four or five times a week and so forth. Um, and there's no katas, there's no like forms, there's no kicks or anything. It's just literally get out there and beat each other up. Um, and saying that the first thing that you have to, you have to do in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in order to grow is you have to be humble. Like you have to know whenever you get there, you're going to get tapped a whole bunch of times. You're going, you're going, I don't care who you are. You're going to get tapped over and over. And I don't care how good you are. There's always people who are better than you. Mm -hmm. And so how is that? How is that translate a parallel? There's just one. God doesn't need any of us. (laughs) I think we forget that. (laughs) Like, I know I might've offended a lot of people right now, but like, we forget God doesn't need us. We get to live in a loving relationship with him. He doesn't need us to lead anything at a parish. He doesn't need me at the high school. He doesn't need anybody. God is God, bro. So how is that a spirituality? That's recognizing our own humbleness, our own smallness, as the great masters of our faith would say, our, our, our deep nothingness that we are nothing but we get to be so much because we're inside of god and so that's how brazilian jiu-jitsu is is like you're humbled a lot a lot but as you grow you start to become stronger and stronger and then you get to know your weaknesses and your strength bro that's a spiritual journey right there man yep (laughs) Like the more you do this the more you realize like nah bro that ain't me man (laughs) I'm not even going to do all that. You wonder why people keep sinning with the same way? Well, you haven't learned your weaknesses. You see what I'm saying? You wonder how you can help other people? You realize your strengths and so forth. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, So, yeah, man, there's a lot, bro. Hard work. It takes a lot of hard work. Same thing with our spirituality. You know, um, you have good days, you have bad days on the mat, man. <laughs> Some days you go in and, man, there's times I'm like, man, I'm leaving. Like, man, <laughs> I hate this place, <laughs> you know. Um, but it keeps you coming back, you know. It's the same thing. You're going to have bad days in the church. I mean, look at everything that's going on. Yep. You know, but you stay the course, you feel me? That's, you know, so, yeah, that's it. So there's more, there's more, but I can keep going, but I don't, I don't That's, I've, I'm, I'm sure that that helps a lot, especially with men. Cause you, you need to be able to, to, yeah. to meet them where they're at and Amen. you know, which, which yeah. man can identify with struggles, which man can indeed uh, identify with trying to better themselves physically and then try to work on it spiritually. So connect those dots. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um, and that's funny, man, is I, I usually, I remember when I first started doing Catholic youth ministry, people would always ask me in the parish, outside the parish, how do you get so many guys to come? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm a guy. Right. But I'm like, <laughs> like I'm a dude, dude. <laughs> like, like, I'll wrestle with you. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, okay, as long as they sign their forms, I want to make sure I say that. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my youth minister kicking in. <laughs> um, but no, like, I'm, 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 I'm a guy guy, you know, like, I love basketball. You know, like, I love lifting weights, you know, um, so forth. Does it make sense? So, yeah. Indeed. Indeed. That's what's up. So, like, uh, just looking at your website, it says here that you're a keynote speaker. So just, you know, curious for anyone that's listening who's kind of edging in the, at the front of the seat the way I am with what you're saying 
and who may want to see if there's an opportunity to hear you speak. Do you have any speaking engagements mm-hmm. coming up next couple of months? Yeah, no, I have a few. Um, I have some parish things here in our side of our, inside of our diocese. Um, and that's in Houston, right? Most of them on the south. Yeah, in Houston, our diocese of Galveston, Houston, the south side. That's in January. In February, I'll be in the Diocese of Patterson, New Jersey, leading their youth conference. Um, the Diocese of Cal- uh, the Uni- uh, Dallas Youth Conference, that same month. I think I'm going to Florida that same month, too. That's in February. Um, I, man, I, there's a bunch. Um, this summer, uh, I got a call for the Diocese of L.A. I'm going to be doing their youth conference. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of things working, man. Those are just some of the things that kind of, like, jump out on me right now, you know? Um, I know it's it's definitely humbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are a few of the things. Excellent. And, and for- if you want me to come, just contact me. Yeah, if you guys ever want me to come, just shoot me a text or, you know, email me, you know? Yes, yes. And um. Anyone listening, if you are interested in, you know, reaching out to um, Dr. Gote or maybe, you know, kind of looking at some of his some of his YouTube videos, you know, some of his content he has online, I recommend it. A lot of what he says for someone like me, I don't have a degree in anything. I'm just a, a husband, a father trying to live the best life I can get my family to heaven. A lot of what he says connects the dots in my head. So I definitely recommend anyone who's listening to this episode Highly encourage you just simply Google Alex Gote, and that's G O T A Y. Uh, website is alexgotejr.weebly.com. Uh, he is he is on social media. You can find him on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram as well. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Brandon Morrell, aka the symbol. I interviewed him way back when. And had the pleasure of sitting down and breaking bread with him back in August when I was up in New York with my family. And uh, he, he he's kind of the one who kind of mentioned your name and said, hey, you, need, you, you should probably talk to him too. So, you know, since then, looking at your videos and just kind of working up the courage to reach out to you. But um, anyone who's, who's listening, look up Dr. Gote. Um, you'll understand what we mean when you say he, it, he gets confused uh, for The Rock. Whenever he goes out to the mall, because that's, that, I, I feel like I'm looking on, on, on the rock, some uh, Instagram feed right now. It's 4 a.m. and he's working out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I'll get inside, man. I, I do appreciate the work, the rock's work, work ethic. Oh, indeed. Um, that's How probably about it. <laughs> How could yeah, you not like, appreciate the, the work ethic, right? Yeah. So that definitely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're going to so, go ahead and get to our, our parting questions, Dr. Gote. Um, okay. So here we go. First question is, if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? If I can have a superpower, what would it be and why? Yeah. Um, this may sound cheesy, but this is really how I am. Um, if I can have a superpower. It would be to know God's will and be able to communicate that to everybody when needed, um, to, to be in contact with God, like how Jesus was when he was walking around. Now I know that that's, uh, cliche ish, if you will. Um, but that's really, that's yeah. 
that would be my superpower, man. To just constantly be in contact with God, knowing his divine will. You know, God, is that from you? What do I tell this person? Or how do I go about this? Or something along those lines, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like that's facts. Like, if I could be known for anything, like, that is what it is. That would be awesome. I mean that. Like, that's, yeah. So, that's it, man. No more, no less. Who is your favorite saint? Uh, that one's kind of hard. If you were asking me this probably about like five years ago, um, I would have obviously said uh, St. Augustine. A lot of the story I resonate with, you know, for a number of reasons. Um, but as time has gone on, um, I would have to say that um, the other one would be Jose Sanchez, the real. Um, you know, like Jose Sanchez to me, represents what I like most about Augustine, but in today's world. Augustine, like, he's dope, man. He's it's like, everybody knows him for his intellectualism and, like, him being, like, really smart, but I don't see Augustine like that. I know that sounds weird, but I don't. I see Augustine like a normal guy, just wow. a normal dude, you know, like, hey, I have something to say. You guys need to listen. And if the other guys get to read him in Latin, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He knew how to communicate the faith I mean, people would come around, you know, walk hours, and he would, he would, no notes, no nothing. He would talk, he would preach for hours in the middle of Mass, and then some. No notes. Um, and, and, man, if you read it, you would read their responses. They're, like, clapping, cheering, beating their breasts, and, like, you know. Um, and so that's the aspect that I love Augustine. He was just, like, deep. And everything that he spoke and did was because of his relationship with God. And he had a ratchet background, and so do I. And so that's another reason why. But Jose Sanchez, because he's a young person and because I feel he did what most adults can't do, to me, that's why I get a lot of, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, that's one of the saints, well, both of them, that I asked for in a session literally every day, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't afraid to even die. And most of us are afraid to just, like, I mean, if you really think about how today's culture is, it's just to, you know, it's funny we get in these moments, we're getting these topics where I was like, ah, oh, you know, the culture, the culture. Nah, I, I like to make it real. Like, we're scared of going outside of our church and talking to people who are different than us. Like, mm. let's be real with each other. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And not everybody, but for the most part, you know. Um, Jose Sanchez like, died for us died for our faith to represent, you know, uh, our faith in a deep way um, because of his love for God. And so, like, for me, man, like, that's what I really want to be known for. Like, I don't mind praying every day, like, Lord, make me a saint. I think that that's, you know, where our culture needs and needs people like that. But that could be a part, a part of my personality. I'm a man, you know, um, you know, if that makes sense. So Indeed it does. Yeah, those two saints, I love them. So, so St. Saint Augustine and Jose Sanchez, pray for us. Yes, sir. Pray for us. Where is the coolest Catholic place you've ever been to? For me, because I didn't grow up Catholic, um, and Catholic, whenever you think Catholic, you think of, like, Catholicism, you know, like, the paintings, the, the, um, you know, the the St. Statues. Yep. So, for me, 
it was I was taking a doctorate course and I had to take this uh, basically kind of like this week long um, thing in Indiana. So I was at the University of Notre Dame and um, and bro, I went to the chapel. Well, okay, it's not a chapel, first of all. Um, that place is it's like stepping back into time. And um, and I was taking a class on St. John of the Cross at the time. Um, and it was snowing. And so, like, I would walk around. And obviously, I was just there for a week. I didn't know anybody other than people we were all in the same course with and so forth. Um, but I was by myself. And so I would, you know, walk around the campus snowing, even at night. But I would go into... Um, Dang it. It's not a chapel and it's not a regular parish. Um, they I have a specific name for it. I can't think of it. And what if I said the one that I'm thinking of, I know it's probably going to be wrong, but um, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh, bro. Like I walked in, I remember the first time I walked in, I was like, like it literally took my breath away. I was like, dang, like this is not real. <laughs> um, and I sat down and it was funny. I sat down and I just, I didn't realize and I was just looking around and all of a sudden, like, I guess the choir was practicing. They just started singing. I was just like, man, this is probably like how, you know, heaven would be like or something like mm -hmm. that, you know? Um, and then that, and then I walked to the grotto. If you've never been to the grotto over there at, uh, at, at Notre Dame, go, even if it's just for the grotto, it is <laughs> breathtaking and then again it was snowing it was outside it represent it's just like it's a copy of our lady of lords um and so bro it was it was amazing so for me that was like like i try to tell people i'm like that was like an ultra uber like catholic experience place for me like it was it was it was cool that week was definitely a good week for me awesome so yeah if you could describe how you live your faith with a hashtag, what would the hashtag be? Oh, that's easy. If you go to my Instagram, you already you already know what it is. It's sainthood is a mandate. Yep. <laughs> like that's simple, man. Like I've been like hashtagging that for years, man. And the other one is Eucharistic worldview. Um, so sainthood is just a desire. If my sons literally we were having this conversation yesterday, um, Christmas. Uh, sometime during the day we read the Christmas story and every time I'm always like, what is that? What is Poppy's goal for you? And every one of them would tell you to get me to heaven. So saints, lowercase s, is just knowing that heaven is the goal, no matter what it is that we're doing here. Um, it's ingrained to all of my family, my sons, everything. So Eucharistic worldview would be how I look at everything else, right? So like, I remember years ago, we used to always talk about when I was a non-Catholic Christian, um, we, used to, we used to have this term, it's called a biblical worldview. You look at the world through the eyes of the, of the Bible. Well, as Catholic, which is good, and that's taking nothing wrong away from that, which is good, but I wanted something more Catholic. And um, one day I was talking with, um, with uh, that's funny, I was talking with Brandon. This was years ago, bro. We were on the phone, and, and like we were just like, and I literally, we were talking about this. I was like, man, I just want something more Catholic. And he goes, and like I said, I want something like Eucharistic, you know, like Eucharistic worldview, you know, man, like something like that. He goes, that's it. And I was like, yeah, that's it. And I sat with it. I'm like, yeah. It's just looking at the world through the eyes of the Eucharist from the outside and then looking at it from outside. I mean, from like if I'm the, I'm the Eucharist, I'm looking at everything like through the eyes of, of uh, Jesus himself, right? 
but then outsiders looking in, it's focusing on what Eucharist is, is um, our mystical body of Christ, you know? So yeah, that would be it, man. Sainthood is a mandate and Eucharistic worldview. And if you go to my, I mean, I dare you guys, like go to my Instagram. I, I did away with Twitter because Twitter needs Jesus. Um, and <laughs> that's a hashtag. There you um, go. Twitter for real. Jesus. There you go. For real. Um, <laughs> you ain't lying. Okay. So like for real, I was like, I'm, I'm getting out of here, bro. Um, and so, but if you go down all the way for years, you go find, like I've been using those hashtags for years, man. Yeah. There, there is one other hashtag I've noticed on your Facebook specifically, and it's typically when you're mm -hmm. like at a school or like at a retreat, you always do hashtag mm -hmm. Kerygma. Yeah, Kerygma. Right. So I got that from a good friend of mine, man, um, who speaks to Studentville conferences. Um, like, I remember one day, like we were talking and so forth, and, he, and, and it's something we throw around in theology, especially like Theology 101 at the beginning of Theology. Charisma is the basic preaching dogmas of the church, not dogmas per se, but just the basic understandings of the church. And we used to use it a lot in the beginning, right? This is kind of how the gospels were, from, were formed. You know, the charisma was being taught to the different places. Therefore, it became into the scriptures. So the charisma was always true to who Jesus is, who Jesus, what Jesus gave us in the church and so forth. And so wherever I go, I always ask people to pray for me and I'm always put down there just the basic charisma of the church, hashtag charisma. And that's what I'm doing there. I'm just bringing the good news. No more, no less. Bringing so, the yeah. good news. No more, no less. That's great. That's, that's excellent. Sure. Last, uh, last question for you, Dr. Gote is what message do you want to leave for our listeners? What do I want to leave? Two things. One, um, first, I think every Catholic speaker speaks on this. I think, and we get this even with everybody who's Catholic, that this is not the end. There's more to this, that this world is fleeting, all those different things. Yes, not to downplay that, that's needed. These, this, this place that we're in is not going to be here one day. We're not going to be here one day. So the end of this is heaven. But that doesn't mean to get to the second point is the joy of the gospel. I wish more than anything, growing up, I saw people who lived their faith who were joyful. I didn't know a lot of people of faith at all. The ones that I did were not the most joyful people. And, and I love to ask, and I, I love to ask different people whenever I go, like, what do you think? And so forth. And like, one of the biggest things that tell me is like, like, man, we love that you just make us laugh, you know, like, nah, mm. I think we, we need that, you know, like this world, I've realized this, man, this world is going to bring bad times, bro. <laughs> this is the life that we live in. We live in a fallen world. Be joyful with the gospel. Just be Jesus to people. Like no more, no less. Smile at people. I know that that's hard. I know <laughs> you don't have to tell me. Like I get it. I work at it. I'm there. You know what? I'm not going down that road. I get it. You know, like stuff goes on, but smile. God is in control. One, this was years ago. Check this out. And I end with this years ago. I was going through something like very, very deep. I didn't know if I was going to live or whatever. 
if you hear me speak, you know what I'm talking about. But I remember I was sitting there one day and I was just like, I mean, honestly, man, I was crying. It, it wasn't a good time. Remember my wife comes beside me and she puts her hands on me and she goes, baby, what are you worried about? I go, what do you mean? You know, like this, this, this. And she goes, she goes, baby, do you believe in God? I say, yes. She goes, do you believe that he's in control of all things? I say, yes. She goes, then what are you worried about? It's like, dang, shut up. I think my response was like, shut up or something like that. No, it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't. It was like, man, she's right. Um, you know, God, I was thinking about this because of Christmas, right? Because Christmas just passed. Yes. I mean, well, it just started, but the Christmas day right. yesterday, it talks about peace, right? We usually we read that like God came to bring peace on earth. If you read it, Actually, Luke 2, it says God came to, to bring peace to people who know, who do his will. So it entails us that there's going to be drama, but if we are in God's will, if we're in our deep relationship with God, because that's what walking in his will is, then man, there's peace in that. There's joy in that. And this world needs it, man. So if you're listening to this, I dare you. Tomorrow, when you go to school, smile, smile, just smile at people. I promise you, go out of your way to just like be nice to somebody. If you're at home, like you got like, you know, you're married, whatever, go to your spouse and just be like, hey, baby, you know, um, I appreciate you for this, this, this. And, you know, like, let's just, I don't know, watch a movie, whatever, just enjoy each other, enjoy each other, come be nice to you know, like if you're a child, if you're a child, if you are a young person and you have parents, go say something nice to them. See the smile. Tell them how much you appreciate them. I know, I know they're your parents and I know, and I, know, I mean, just stop. Just go home, tell them how much you love them, and just be nice. Bring joy to that. I really do believe that Mother Teresa had it best, man. Like, this one thing I love about that woman, bro, she's always seemed to, like, light up a room, right? Like, it's dope. And I think the deepest reason why is because she loved people, no more, no less. She brought some, uh, kind of, like, joy with her, you know? So, yeah, that's it. No more, no less. Excellent. That's a, that's a fantastic way to put a very... Excellent bow on the episode there. Be nice to people. Smile. It's amazing what that, how that could change someone's day. Their entire day could change because mm-hmm. someone smiled at them. You know what I mean? Oh, I got to say this. If you're a parent, tell your parent, even if you got to search for something, please tell your child that you're proud of them for something, something. You'll be surprised of the power of those words that can mm. do to them and how much joy that will bring to them. Even if even if they're being a knucklehead. And trust me, I work with kids. I have for years. They're knuckleheads. <laughs> but so were us. Let's be honest. So were we. Okay? And don't lie. Don't lie. If you're a parent, you know as well as I do, whenever, especially, I'm Latino, so very few and far between I heard, like, good job or anything. But those moments that you did, it meant something to you. Yep. It brought up like joy to you, you know? So if you're a parent, I dare you try that one too, you know? Okay. Sorry about that. I had to add that one. No, that's, that's, that's a good one to add. I love that. Um, excellent. 
So for anyone listening, you know, if if this is something that you do, do us a favor, you know, comment once once I post this episode there, comment your experiences. You know what? I had this moment with my son, my daughter, my wife. You know, I, was, I smiled at someone today and they smiled back. You know, let's 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 hear Amen. let's hear what kind of positive experiences you're receiving um, and you're experiencing. Definitely in, invite you to do that. Uh, look for for the once I post the episode to go ahead and do that. That would be fantastic. Um, that's gonna, that's going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. So, Doctor Gote, I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your day, and My not only pleasure. not only giving us some good instructions and a call to action on what to do, but also sharing how you keep your fire burning for a Catholic faith. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Indeed. Hi, my brother. Indeed. Yeah, have a good one, man. You too. You too. Um, In John 3.30, we do find he must increase, I must decrease. Uh, I want to thank the executive producers for this week's episode, Dr. Jeff Vista, Mr. Christopher Lehman, um, my, my brother Joe Nunez, and the anonymous donor who gave us a generous donation a couple weeks ago thank you so much for that uh, we're going to end this the way we end our all of our episodes and that's in prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit Amen, Amen. St. Michael the Archangel defend us Archangel, in battle defend us in battle. be our protection be our against the wickedness and snares of the devil may God rebuke him we humbly pray and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host by the power of God cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dr. Gotti, thank you so much. Everyone, thanks for listening. My pleasure, man. Have a good rest of your day. My pleasure. And God bless you all. Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic-themed coffees, available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Redbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.